At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Into the Lombardi line. I am Brady Cannon along with Wes Reynolds live at the tip of the strip from the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa inside the VEASAN studios here on a Tuesday. And Wes, what a time to be a sports fan and a sports better. It's PGA Championship Week. The NBA postseason begins today. Day three of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Plenty of entertainment and opportunity to go around, huh? It is a busy time for sure. Nothing slowing down here with the major this week. And now two leagues in the playoffs, NHL and the NBA. NBA getting started tonight. Full baseball, of course. So still a busy time here in May. Let's begin in the association. The play-in round begins this evening with the 10-seed Charlotte Hornets facing the 9-seed, your Indiana Pacers West. 340 Pacific, 640 Eastern for the tip. And the Hornets closed the regular season out on a five-game losing streak, lost seven of their last ten games, still managed to hang on to that final play-in spot. The question is, can they turn things around tonight, West? They are three-point underdogs, 227.5 is your total. Really still a lot of uncertainty in the market around this one, especially on the Pacers side with Damanis Sabonis and Malcolm Brogdon still listed as questionable for this evening. Sabonis with the quad and Brogdon has already been kind of considered a game-time decision. Aaron Holiday has an issue on his foot. Aaron Holiday actually played the entire season for the Pacers, didn't miss a game, one of the few 
players in the league that did not. So you're you're just looking at this. This is kind of considered of the four playing games, both two tonight and two tomorrow on Wednesday, kind of the least sexy of the matchup. So I haven't bet this as of yet because I don't know who is going to be going for the Pacers. Obviously, we've been monitoring the fact over the last few weeks that without Miles Turner, this Pacers team not very good defensively, allowing 115.3 points per 100 possessions. They get beaten transition a lot. Miles Turner at least gives them some size down low to block shots and also get rebounds. Really no resistance on the defensive end, especially at the rim for the Pacers. You look at the fact that their run is 15-7 and seven to the over in those games without Miles Turner. So, look, if he's not going to be able to go, then you got to have Sabonis, Brogdon, and Holiday really Really available and then you mentioned about the Hornets they have lost five in a row their offensive efficiency has not been very good you would think that the Pacers are going to be able to find some points on on Charlotte because Charlotte ranked 20th in defensive efficiency throughout the season 113.4 points per 100 possessions but the Pacers got to be at full strength I have not done anything with this game I think the market's a little unsure too because it's pretty much three across the board totals come down just a smidge about 229 and 227 and a half that certainly would be where I would lean here depending on who is going to be available but nothing for me as of yet on this one I would lean towards the over just based on what you're talking about there about the lack of defense in this game but typically teams will ramp up the defense when they get to the play in rounds and especially because this being the 9-10 matchup this is a one and done. Yeah. If you lose, you are out. You do not have a chance to play the loser of that 7-8 matchup, which in this case in the East is Boston and Washington. So you wonder, okay, maybe early in the first half, you're going to see the normal tempo and a lot more points. And then in the second half, it could potentially die on terms of a total if you if you have the over because they're going to slow it down in the fourth quarter, value possessions a little bit more, shorten the game, take longer on the shot clock to get a shot. So you kind of see that going forward. So maybe the way I would be looking is perhaps like second half under. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're going to get a high-scoring first half because that's kind of what we've seen a lot in the NBA. You get these real high-scoring first halves and then all of a sudden in the second half it's an underpay because especially if it's a close game then possessions are kind of really at a premium yep that makes sense to me and you talk about that other game in the east tonight 6 10 pacific 9 10 p.m eastern it'll be the eight seed washington wizards taking on the seven boston celtics this one in boston the wizards they really feel like that team west that is a live dog right now in the entire tournament and could possibly upset any team now, Boston has been hit some with, uh, with some injuries as of late. They kind of limped into the postseason, but they are a favorite tonight, albeit a small one, laying two points with a total of 232 and a half. And look, the hot team usually is going to get bet, and the hot team coming into the playoffs are the Washington Wizards, 17-7 and seven straight up, 18-4-2 and two ATS over the last 24 games, been outscoring their opponents by about five and a half points per 100 possessions. Meanwhile, Boston, four and nine, both straight up and eight. ATS over the last 13 games been outscored by 2.2 points a game or per hundred possessions. So look, the wizards may continue to take the money here because they're the hot team because everybody knows Russ broke the all time triple double record in the NBA and they're the hot team. They know Boston now is down Jalen Brown. He is not going to be on the floor done for the rest of the season, but eventually it kind of gets to this point where there might be a value on kind of what looks like the weak favorite here. 
that be in the Boston Celtics? Because this is a team that does have playoff experience, and Russell Westbrook does too, but his playoff experience has not really gone well over the years, has not won a lot in the playoffs. And then you also got to wonder about how healthy Bradley Beal is. He came off the hamstring injury, went 4-17 in the regular season finale on Sunday, but did not obviously look himself, so you don't necessarily know what to expect. So I'm going to wait a little bit on this line to see it go down, and now I'm seeing it down as low as two. So what I usually do with the really small favorite like that when it gets that small, when it's like three or less points, more often than not, I'll look to the money line, and like at BetMGM right now, seeing the money line at minus 130 on the Boston Celtics, I think that's Jeep here in this spot, and that's the way I'm going to be looking to go. On the ice on Monday, the excitement that is postseason NHL hockey continued, and the Boston Bruins even their series with the Washington Capitals at one game apiece, getting a 4-3 decision over Washington in overtime. The Bruins tied the game with less than three minutes left in regulation, and then they lit the lamp with just 39 seconds into the extra session to get the victory. It was all favorites on Monday night as Carolina took game one over Nashville, winning 5-2, to two, and Colorado took game one over St. Louis, 4-1, to one, getting two goals west from their star, Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, and uh, I'll start with the Bruins and the Caps first, and I did play back the Bruins last night, now 1-1. One to one. I think you could have played them serious price, too. I know Randy McKay, our buddy, was on with Matt Humans and Vinny Maiulo on my guys in the desert yesterday and said, look, the price has already moved. I think he had the Bruins minus 120, and it closed 140, 145, as you can see on the screen. That means you can kind of get value play in the series, and they were like plus 110 going into the series, and now you're seeing the adjusted series price with Bruins and Capitals. I'm seeing like anywhere from 190 to $2 here, despite the fact that it is 1-1, but the Bruins did take one game on an opposing team's ice. So now the Bruins get to go back to Boston, and you would think now that's priced really into the line here. Brad Marchand with the OT winner. Taylor Hall tied the game late in regulation. All of a sudden, we mentioned that too going into the playoffs. I think the Bruins were like 13-4-2 after the trade deadline. And it wasn't just because of Taylor Hall, but he certainly gives them some balance on that second line. We know that first line with Marchand, Bergeron, uh, and, and uh, Patrice Bergeron and David Posternock are really good. One of the best first lines in the league, but Boston does get the win. Now they will return back to the garden up in Boston in game three, I believe is tomorrow night starting to see 160 in the market on the Bruins. Tonight we have game two in the East between the Islanders and the Penguins. This is 4:30 Pacific 7:30 PM Eastern time. New York leads the series one to nothing. The Islanders prevailed as underdogs. Dogs in game one, and they are priced similarly here this evening. Pittsburgh minus 135 on the money line, plus 115 take back on the Islanders. Five and a half is your total, Wes, and it's heavily shaded to the under. Yeah, and, and you look at kind of maybe what has changed here. Uh, you get maybe Malkin coming back for the Pittsburgh Penguins, but I think the price is a little high at 135. I think it should probably be like 120 and whatnot. And I know they want to put it high because they don't want to get deluged necessarily with Penguins money, but this is one of those things where I may be looking live here. We know the Islanders took the first meeting in Pittsburgh. If they get down, maybe look on look on them live if they're down a goal, if they get down one nothing early on. Obviously, Malkin would be a big boost. But the Islanders were able to go on the road with Varlamov, their goaltender, being a late scratched 
and were still able to get the win in overtime. And the goaltending, I think, was a little bit of a detriment. Tristan Jari gave up a couple really shaky or questionable goals, I would say, beat him on the glove side and just gave up some easy goals here. So that's a little bit worrisome, I think, for the Pittsburgh Penguins going forward. In the Central, the Tampa Bay Lightning are at the Florida Panthers, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Tampa leads the series one game to none. And what a game one it was on Sunday. Wow, I'll take more of those, Wes. But uh, I am a Panthers fan. I do have a futures ticket on Florida in my pocket. But uh, also similar pricing in this game to what it was for game one at the start, but now Florida is starting to see some money. The Lightning down to just a minus 115 favorite here at BetMGM. Some stores have this game as a pick 'em. Six for your total. Yeah, Florida did actually outscore Tampa Bay 3-1 to one when it was 5-on-5 five five even strength, but the Lightning power play basically carried them, converted three times, had a shorthanded goal to boot. Nikita Kucherov, who hadn't played all darn season, two goals and one assist in his first game back, but really the, the Tampa power play, the special teams, I think were the absolute story, and that's something that the Florida Panthers, I think, are going to have to rectify. Now in the 5-on-5 five five even strength, Florida was fifth best in goal differential this season, third best in expected goal rate at even strength. So I can see why people are playing Florida really on the back end here. I think uh, Tampa Bay does have the better goaltender with Vasilevsky. We'll see if Coach Q, Joel Quenville, goes back to Sergei Brovsky here in game two. Now, he wasn't bad in the first game. Did make, some, did make some big stops, but still has been down this year, and Vasilevsky has been one of the better ones. It looks like Chris Dreiger actually is going to go and goal for Florida in game two, and I think he is a little bit of a better option. Tampa Bay, look, now they're at full strength strength so maybe this is just okay flip the switch we're the cup champions we're going to turn it on here but I think Florida has seen the money so far I don't necessarily disagree with it but what I may look at is actually the under six we saw the bat you know what crazy game on the first game with this one maybe this is going to be a little bit more pedestrian off that wild game on Sunday so I will say Tampa Bay Florida under six you know you talk about Kucherov and the hot start he had on Sunday Sunday. I wonder if you can relate this to other sports and I look at golf specifically if I've had a lot of time off and I go and I play typically that first round I might light it up for some reason and then I go back and I go oh you know I, I this is like riding a bike and then I go out and play the very next day and I can't break a hundred right I, I wonder if maybe he'll come back to earth a little bit in round two here he comes out in game one obviously he's fired up he has a great game I, I would expect him to return to the norm a little bit because our expectation was that he was going to be a little bit rusty. I wouldn't be surprised to see that rush show up in game two. Right. The adrenaline can carry you, I think, the first game, but maybe not necessarily the second game. So that's what I think you're seeing here and perhaps could see with Kucherov. Out West, we have game two between the Minnesota Wild and the Vegas Golden Knights, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Minnesota leads the series one to nothing after getting a one to nothing win in overtime on Sunday. This was another outstanding game, one in 
which Marc-Andre Fleury stopped 29 of 30 shots and only to be outdone by Cam Talbot, who turned away all 42 shots by the Golden Knights. Vegas is favored to even the series here at home. As high as minus 170 at BetMGM, minus 160, pretty much the consensus price. Total of five and a half and a little bit of shade to the under. I understand the situation favors the Golden Knights on the bounce back, but that price is way too high for me. I I think just on a price alone, it would have to be the Minnesota Wild because, look, their five-on-five defense was very good. This is a team that has really kind of owned the Golden Knights. It's really been VGK's kryptonite going forward and, and going back to the regular season, going back to last season. VGK, I think, outplayed Minnesota a little bit because Cam Talbot had to make 42 saves. I mean, we know that we're in Vegas and they're the home team out here, but you, you, you had my whole timeline was a flutter on, on, on a Sunday, like, Oh, Mark Andre Fleury. I was like, well, what about this other yeah. guy? I camped out, but with 42 saves. Uh, also the team was mass mixed, missing Max Pacioretty, VGK. That was a big the, deal. Yeah. And it's still unclear tonight. So we won't know until the puck drop late tonight, if he is going to be able to go. So nothing for me so far on the side, it would be really be wild or nothing at a dollar 40 or more. But I might be looking at the under here. Uh, I know people kind of want to zigzag, and you'll see that a lot in the NHL playoffs, also in the NBA. But you may get another under here at five and a half. Hey, Wes, by the way, we have some news on your Pacers. Lavert expected to miss this game for Indiana tonight. Yeah, I just saw from Shams Charania of Stadium that Karis Lavert is expected to miss tonight's game against the Charlotte Hornets for the Indiana Pacers due to health and safety protocols is what is being called here. Uh, expected to be sidelined multiple games, assuming the Pacers play multiple games. Obviously, this is a win or go home here. So a very significant loss to the Pacers lineup. The line Mine was three when we were talking about it. It's starting to get adjusted on the screen right now. Seeing some even as low as one and a half in some shops here in town. Yeah, and I'm showing a one here in town Mm -hmm. as well. But Mm -hmm. uh, still a lot of threes out there. If you can run to the window quick enough to grab that. Again, Levert out for the Pacers. And the money is coming in on the Charlotte Hornets. We'll talk about the two play-in games in the Western Conference when we return on the other side. It is the Lombardi line right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. With basketball, hockey, and baseball games every week, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you back inside the Lombardi line here, presented by BetMGM. And we want to take a look at the play-in round beginning in the Western Conference, and that will start on Wednesday. It is the 10-seed San Antonio Spurs taking on the 9-seed Memphis Grizzlies. This is a 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern p.m tip and San Antonio closed out the regular season campaign winning just two of its final 10 games and also on a 
four-game losing skid. Memphis comes in off of a loss to Golden State on Sunday. The Grizzlies are favored to advance here at home west, laying three and a half, and the total is 222 here at BetMGM. And San Antonio did not finish the season very well, two and eight. Of course, they did have an injury to third leading scorer, Derek White. Some guys sat out a little bit, and I think the Spurs were kind of so far back that okay, we, they knew that they can hang on to the 10 seed. Once the Pelicans, once Zion Williamson went out with that finger injury for New Orleans and Sacramento really couldn't mount anything, there really were no chasers to put any pressure on the Spurs. So they are here in the 10 spot where they've been pretty much most of the season. Memphis Grizzlies have kind of been what they are, basically. When you, when you really look at them, they've been basically kind of a 500 team, even though they finished above 538 and 34. Finished the season, I think relatively solidly six and four so not a lot of movement so far in the number seeing some three and a half and seeing some four it's really the under that's taken money and I would expect that the under probably is going to take money in most of these play-in games especially these nine ten games like I mentioned earlier with Charlotte and Indiana this is a one and done scenario here so there's like no tomorrow so usually when you get that type of thing it almost functions like the NCAA tournament where you're one and done where you see all of a sudden that last five six minutes of the game these possessions really go to a crawl and you can absolutely see this here I think in the NBA now you got to also take into account fouling that you're not going to get in like early in a seven game series but you may get into a one and done type of scenario so I didn't know really what to do with this game at, at four, maybe a small lean to San Antonio, but the one I agree with is the movement to the under. 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. It'll be the eight-seed Warriors at the seven-seed Los Angeles Lakers and the possible Steph Curry, LeBron James scenario that was being talked about for the last couple of weeks has come to fruition. On Sunday, Wes, you and I were on the green zone, and we thought this number would be close to six or seven in favor of the Lakers, but the number is four and a half, 219 and a half for your total. Golden State enters having won six in a row. The Lakers have won five straight. What do you think? It was actually six and a half in terms of the opener, not at full limits, but the the opener that was put out at some books. Now down to four and a half, and it looks like at least early on, Golden State's been taking the money. Of course, we saw Golden State, that game you were talking about on Sunday with Memphis, where Memphis made that run and took the lead, and then all of a sudden Steph Curry just basically went nuts at the end of the game, and he has the tendency to still do that uh, uh, really with the Warriors and carry them. So he had a remarkable season, NBA scoring title absolutely carried them over Memphis so right now Golden State has the momentum even though the Lakers did win two or three in terms of the series here I do expect you're going to see some money come in on the purple and gold here just because people are going to see four and a half and I think you know if you didn't get five or maybe even five and a half I think you're probably going to get a chance to get that but I'm not so sure about the Lakers. I almost feel like it's being treated as a foregone conclusion that they're going to be in the playoffs and and we saw, or they're going to be advancing into the main draw of the playoffs. And we saw teams literally tank in final games to avoid the Lakers, especially the Clippers. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, you've already got the little brother complex you're trying to get over, but now you're trying to avoid your crosstown rivals in the playoffs. Like, what are you doing guys? And and really Denver kind of did the same thing. 
So it's almost like an assumption that the Lakers are going to advance here. I might be looking Golden State first half and thinking the Lakers are going to have to come from behind and get a bigger test than everybody expects. Yeah, we talked about that too. The Lakers were 12-1 to to not advance out of the play-in round. I think that price is really high. I kind of have a feeling that this team might struggle a little bit. We will see. We'll talk about a little golf coming up, a major championship this week when we return right here on VSIN. VEASAN.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in major sports with current odds and what percentage of the bets and the money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And of course we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at VEASAN.com. The 103rd edition of the PGA Championship will tee off on Thursday at the Ocean Course in gorgeous Kiowa Island, South Carolina. And, Wes, it will be the longest golf course in history for a major championship. But it hasn't always been the Bombers that have gotten it done here. Rory McIlroy won the PGA here in 2012, but he really did that in large part with his work around the greens. If you look at that leaderboard, it was really laden with shorter, more accurate-type hitters. Now, we know there is wind in the forecast, but it doesn't like, look like it will blow anything too crazy. What kind of result, what kind of major championship do you think we get out of Kiowa this week? Yeah, 78-76 from the tips is the official yardage. I think that's going to vary over the four days. I don't think it's going to play 78-76 all four days. It is going to play longer than it obviously did in 2012 where the yardage was like 75-60 or 75-70, somewhere around there. So it is going to play a little bit longer. The wind... I was looking at the advanced forecast kind of looks like it's going to be what I would call moderate wind conditions, 10 to 15 miles an hour. It's not going to blow hard 20, 25 miles an hour, but there will be a wind because this course is obviously very open to wind. You have 10 of the 18 holes right off the coast of the Atlantic ocean. So you are going to get some winds. Now you don't really get a lot of those cross winds that you see on like links golf over in, over in the United kingdom. It's really either going to be a headwind or it's going to be a tailwind. Often how it works out is you get a little bit of a headwind into you when you're on the back nine, First three holes are kind of relatively easy. A couple short part fours and a par five sandwiched in between them. So you will see some guys when you look at that leaderboard on Thursday, it's like, okay, two under through three or three under, they birdie all three. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you get to the meat of the course, holes four through 18. So I think what the PGA wants here, they want a score between like eight to 12 under par. I think so. Uh And I could see this maybe if the wind doesn't blow very much or it's 
that's a little more benign, maybe getting to like 15. I don't think you're going to see like 20 under like you saw years ago at Whistling Straits when Jason Day won. And Whistling Straits, also a peat dye design, much like Kiwa Island Golf Resort, the Ocean Course. There are five courses on this resort. The Ocean Course is the most famous one, the Pete and Alice dye design. Of course, this hosted the 2012 PGA. It also hosted a 91 Ryder Cup, which is one of the most famous Ryder Cups, the War on the Shore, when there was some real animosity between the U.S. and the European team that year. So, I mean, I think we're going to get basically a typical PGA here. It's going to be scorable, but it's not going to necessarily be easy. What about Rory McIlroy's chances? He just won at Quail Hollow for the third time in his career, and of course he goes back to another course now that he has won previously at. He's trading at about 10-1, to 1, and currently he is the shortest shot on the board. Are you in Rory's camp this week or out? I am not, and uh, look, he could definitely win here. Of course, he won in 2012, and you kind of saw that he wasn't going to get the drift based on his form because he had two courses where he had won before coming up, and that was this was after the Masters, mind you. Quail Hollow, where he had won twice before and is now a three-time winner there, and he was 16-1, to and he's now drifted just off that win from a 10 or 11-1. to So I don't want to say I'm not a believer because I'm always a big Rory McIlroy fan. He's one of my favorite players out there, and I've had success with him over the years. But I don't know if I'm 100% in just yet because it was a place where he had won before. So... That's what makes him a little bit of a questionable kind of outright favorite right now. Well, other than his win at Quail Hollow, his form is really Hadn't not done much. that great. Hadn't so. done much. Hadn't won. That was his first win since like November 2019 when he won that HSBC, the WGC event over in China. So he really hadn't been doing a lot of winning, but he goes to a place. Sometimes that's what you need. You go to a place where you've had success before, and that gets you a chance to get right. Now he's going to a place where he had more success. So I don't know if he should be, if there should be really that much of a gap between him and the other top guys guys on the board. Well, a guy that has been really good as of late is Jordan Spieth. He needs only a win in the PGA Championship to complete the career Grand Slam. He's really been one of the hottest players in the world ever since it was Super Bowl weekend at the Phoenix Open for Jordan when I think it was 61 that he shot on the mm -hmm. weekend. Uh, what do you think about Spieth? He is in the neighborhood of 16 or 18 to 1. I did not bet him, but I know a lot of people have including some guys I respect. Obviously, the approach game is very good but this is a 7800 yard course and he is not necessarily the longest hitter in the world now the fairways are wide so you would think okay he's not going to get in too much trouble off the tee but you got to consider him because he is probably the hottest player in the world being the fact that he won albeit at a weak field in san antonio at the valero but when you go really past that five top five seven top tens in his last nine events you can't argue that and that's why he's such a short price being that he doesn't look like the ideal fit for this course like his fit does not look on paper like John Rahm's would mm -hmm. or Bryson DeChambeau or as even as Andrew Schauffele because he's not that big of a hitter but we, we've seen him do that before, and then we know the key to his game, and when he's hot with the putter, he can beat anybody in the world, and maybe he will be on these Paspalum greens this week. Well, I think maybe that's something that would go against him. These greens are going to be a little bit slower than, say, a bent grass. And they are National. unfamiliar, by and large, to a lot of the field. They only see these greens maybe once or twice a year, mm -hmm. and that's if you play in a lot of these alternate events, like in Puerto Rico or at the Mayacoba Golf Classic. There's a couple European events 
especially in the Middle East, that you can see these in January and February. But by and large, these guys don't see these type of greens. And by and large, Jordan Spieth doesn't have great history at Pete Dye courses. Has never uh, done well at the Players' right. Championship. Now, he did finish second to Jason Day at Whistling Straits, but you can argue at that time, Jordan Spieth was probably the best player he in the world. He was clear number one. Could attack I think, just about point. any golf course in the world. But yes. I think these slower surface pass Palum greens will bring more lesser putters into the mix here. Guys that can putt, you know, some Poana and slower surfaces better. I think Spieth separates himself on surfaces like Bentgrass at Augusta uh, when the greens are lightning fast. Yeah, and that's kind of the reason I, I skirted him this week. Would I be shocked if he won? No, because I always say really good players and even great players like we saw with Rory at Quail Hollow, they're not that far from winning. So could he win? Absolutely. But I think what you mentioned about the greens and also the fact that in light of how he may fare on those greens, if he's not ideal on them, he's going to have to be really good off the tee. And this is a big boy course. Wes and I will have long shots out a little bit later this evening, covering an entire hour's worth of the PGA Championship, along with Matt Humans, Jeff Davis, and Dave Tindall will be our guests. And then tomorrow on the Lombardi line, we'll take a look at a few more specific players as we get you ready for the 103rd edition. We'll be right back. Will Hill will join us here on the Lombardi line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join the sports betting excitement with BetMGM and you can win $100 for a $1 wager on the Wizards or the Celtics. And if either team hits a three-pointer, you win. Just use the bonus code VSIN100 and get in the ring with the king of sportsbooks so that you can turn game time into showtime. Simply download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and use the promo code VSIN100. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager Colorado Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only. It excludes Michigan dissociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-GAMBLER, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, 800-889-9789. In Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Will Hill now joins us as he does regularly here on the Lombardi line. You can follow him on Twitter at not the Will Hill. And I was speaking of Twitter, Will, I was uh, noticing your timeline. You were a nervous wreck without any NBA action last night. Yeah, it was a little weird. You know, I was watching some baseball. Casey Mize threw a nice ball game for me. I gave out gave out three unders yesterday. Hit would have hit them all, but the Reds and the Giants decided to throw the ball all over the yard and uh that was a tough beat in that one. But it's nice to have it back tonight. These games should be good. I'm excited. You know, if, if I'm talking fast today, it's because I had a lot of caffeine. I did a lot of prep. We got baseball, basketball, golf, hockey, playoffs. You know, I'm like Lou Brown in Major League, too. I love this stuff. I may move to England. <laughs> yeah, no, it is definitely a great time. Wes and I were talking about that earlier in the program, major championship week, and of course, postseason beginning on the hardwood and on the ice. And you've got all hardwood thoughts today as far as your plays. Well, uh, Will, let's start with the Celtics and the Wizards. What are you thinking here tonight? You know, it was a beautiful day yesterday in the Northeast. Then it started to pour. Then the sun came out. Then it started to rain again. That's really what the Wizards season was like. I mean, they were 3-12. and 12, Then they get red hot, cool off again, play terribly. Then they finish the season red hot. I think they're going to get a lot of support here for the Wizards. But I like Boston. I think this is a bad matchup for the Wizards. I know the Wizards have a lot of a rim protection. They're kind of big, big with, uh, you know, Gafford and Lopez. Boston's not going to really attack the rim. They're not going to press that. They're going to play more pick and roll with Kemba, who's looked a little better since he came back. Uh, Tatum, you know, the Wizards don't really have an answer for Tatum. Uh, a lot of pick and roll, a lot of threes for Boston. I don't think Beal's fully healthy. He didn't look great the other day. And sometimes, you know, your first game back, you have adrenaline, you're rested. Sometimes that second game back's a little tougher. And, I, you know, I just think this is something to watch with the Warriors, too. You know, these nine seeds, it's like being up 3-2 in the best of seven and game seven's at home. You don't have to win tonight. You know, if you're down in the second half, you can call off the dogs and say, you know what? 
we'll get him here Thursday and, uh, you know, just, just kind of call it off and get Beal rested and healthy for Thursday. So that might be something to look at with live betting. I like Boston in this game. Uh, big coaching edge. Two yeah. for Stevens versus Brooks. I'm with you here, Will, and and I think you're going to see Washington continue to get more support in the market and depress this line down. I think small, cheap money line on the Celtics here at home. And what you worry about if you're a Wizards uh, uh, spectator here or better, the fact that they come in so hot in the playoffs, and we know betters like to bet the hot team and bet against the cold team, and you have hot versus cold here, really. But you also look at Boston. Now this is playoff time, and especially the 7-8 game here is not necessarily necessarily a one-and-done scenario, but it is the playoffs, and you have a Celtics team that I think is more willing to play a slower pace, 98.3, bottom 10 in the league. Wizards, arguably the fastest in the league here for pace, so I think they could slow them down, so I'd be with you there on the Celtics, and I'm going to wait to see how low that line goes, but if you're waiting here on the Hornets, obviously, if you got the three, good on you, you're going to get the best of the number, but the announcement, Karis LeVert not going to go, going to be out due to to what are being called health and safety protocols. So Karis LeVert not going to go tonight. You've also had some question marks on the rest of the Pacers roster in terms of Damana Sabonis battling a quad. Malcolm Brogdon's been in and out of the lineup with a hamstring injury. We know Miles Turner's been out for the better part of a few weeks and obviously Pacers better on offense without Turner, but not necessarily on defense. But you've got some injuries mounting up for the Pacers and you like the Hornets here tonight. Yeah, I mean, that, you basically stole my whole handicap. Sorry. Sumner's, <laughs> Sum, Sumner's out. Lamb is out. Uh, you know, Rick Smith is out. I don't think Dale Davis Rick is playing. Is I mean, who, I mean, who's playing for the Pacers? They're just so beat up. I think the Hornets do have a major advantage in terms of guards. You know, I mean, we know what the Hornets are going to do. They're going to give up a lot of threes. They're going to take a lot of threes. I'm not opposed to an over, especially probably a first half over. I just think they're the much healthier team. Even with Lever, I thought maybe this should be a pick on maybe the Hornets by, a, by one. And just intangibly from a narrative standpoint, I think this probably means more to the Hornets. You know, the Pacers are used to being in the playoffs. They were in the bubble last year. They, you know, this isn't a big deal for them to be the nine seed. I don't know how fired up this this Indiana crowd's going to be. The Hornets, this is a big deal for them. If they could win tonight, if they could ever get the eight seed, that's the home run season for them. So I'm going to go with the Hornets here. No word yet of Haywood Workman or Travis Best or Derek McKee or Austin, or Austin yeah. Grozier. Yeah, are going to be active for the Pacers, but they need all they can get. You just pushed his Indiana button there, Will. Shame on you. No, I, I, noted I, that I want the file. season to end, Brady. I, I'm tired of watching this Pacers bunch, so I'd be fine if the Charlotte Hornets got the win tonight. You know, you guys alluded to it uh, with the game between the Wizards and the Celtics, hot versus cold. Now, the Lakers have won five in a row, but the Warriors have kind of been the buzz team. And everything we've seen Steph Curry do recently, the MVP conversation, and for a couple weeks now, people have kind of been looking towards this Steph versus LeBron matchup. Well, we get it. And the Warriors have gotten a little bit of the early money. Wes and I figured the line would open up about six or seven. It was in in that neighborhood, but now all the way down to four and a half, Will. What what are you doing with this one on Wednesday? Yeah, I get the move from six and a half, seven down to four and a half. I mean, with Steph shooting uh, versus the Lakers, who can be erratic shooting, I get that. But I just think this is a little too low. I think this is a bad matchup for the Warriors. The Lakers have a lot of athletes, even without LeBron and Davis. They defended really well. They got a lot of guys they can throw at Curry. They're going to throw two guys at him at all, all times. I'm sure Curry will get his 33 points. But to me, it's just going to come down to, you know, the Jordan Pools, the Wiggins, the Juan Toscano Andersons. I just think it's two versus one with with uh, LeBron and Davis, as long as they're relatively healthy. And it looks like they are against Curry. I just think they're the better roster, the better team, better bench. And, you know, the Warriors, it's the same thing with, with Beal and the Wizards. 
you know, if they're down 10 start of the fourth quarter, they can kind of punt and get ready for a home game here in a couple of days. So I think this is a little cheap on the Lakers as long as they're healthy. I'll lay the points. Will will flip ahead to Sunday when this series, this three versus six matchup in the West is going to get started on Sunday afternoon. Series price is already up, and that is the Portland Trailblazers, the six seed, going against Denver, the three seed. Denver and the Clippers both tried to kind of outdo each other, it seemed like, to try to get that four seed. Clippers get it done and avoid the Lakers, I guess, uh, uh, here. Uh, the Clippers, uh, look, that's not going to do much for your little brother syndrome when it's like, okay, we're afraid to play our crosstown rivals but nevertheless back to this series Portland and Denver seeing basically uh, uh, some some favorites a couple of places I think Denver is still favored in the market but I'm looking really market wide I'm seeing some trailblazers minus 120 minus 125 in the in the series and obviously very potent from the three not so potent on the defensive end and I know Denver has lost Jamal Murray but you like the Nuggets here as the underdog here or at least as a small favorite yeah, I was shocked. I thought this would be more like minus minus a dollar fifty, a dollar sixty to the Nuggets, and like you said, no Murray. But they've pretty they played pretty well without him. They got plenty of guys that want to shoot, want to score. I think Murray will cost them eventually, but not in this matchup. You know, I just I went through the same thing last year with the Blazers. A lot of people were picking them against the Lakers. I just don't see it. They're small, and I, and I get why people like them. They're kind of like a mid major team. They got the, the the two guards that can shoot. They both came from smaller schools. They're kind of a fun team, but you know they really beat up and got fat on on bad teams. Twenty eight and eight against teams that were under five hundred. Bad defensively. Uh, you know they don't have home court. Denver even without a full building. That's one of the the really advantageous home courts. I think Denver. I don't think it'll even go seven. I'm looking at you know once the series exact series score uh, props come out, maybe Denver in five, Denver in six. I just think Denver's a decidedly better team. Uh, Porter Jr. has really turned into a star. Just. And maybe not a star yet, but can really shoot. And with his height, it's a, it's hard to affect his shot. I mean, we know how great Jokic is. I just think Portland's overrated. I like the Nuggets here. Well, evidently, you've got an opinion on the Hawks versus the Knicks as well. And I've seen uh, very respectable opinions on both sides of the fence here. And, and the price is basically a toss-up as far as the series. Which way are you going? I like the Hawks. Um, you know, if this were a full Madison Square Garden, and it's a shame that it's not, it might not not sway me to pick the Knicks, but at least keep me off of it just because that crowd, I mean, they love their Knicks in New York. But I just think they're so built on effort, and you can win a lot of games night in, night out based on effort, and, and obviously Randall's played well. But in a year where not every team is playing hard every night, they come at you, they they guard, they defend, they really, they, Thibodeau's done a great job. But I just think the Hawks have a little more talent. I don't think home court will be an overwhelming edge. So I'm going to lean with the Hawks. And what should be a six or seven game series? Should be a fun series. I do like the Hawks, though. All right, Will, we went all basketball. We've got golf here for the last 90 seconds. PGA Championship, Kiwa Island, South Carolina, second major of the year. Anybody standing out to you this week? Yeah, I played a little on DJ in the 16 to 18 to 1 range. I took Finau 40 something to 1. I mean, what could go wrong there? I love that one. Uh, <laughs> and then Harris English is one that's interesting way down the board here. 100 to 1. He's played well, you know, in the last in the last few majors, played well last week. I think it was top 3 or top 4 in the US Open or if you guys remember, he lost his ball. It could have even been better. You know, he's from down south. He's from Georgia. He's from this part of the country. He should be comfortable. 
you know, in this part of the country, in this course, uh, a, a long shot. And of course, you know, I'm not above cheating off your guys' paper. I'll, I'll see what you guys are interested in too. You know, what you mentioned about Dustin Johnson, Will, is very interesting because he's drifted up a little bit. But what I always say, when you're a great elite player, you're not that far removed from winning. Has not really been in good form lately, but he did complain of the knee issues. So I don't want to say that he's not being truthful here, but it might've been Dallas. It's like, okay, I don't know if I really want to play the week before here. It's going to rain. It's going to be nasty weather. Maybe I just need to stay here in South Carolina. So there might be some truth to that here on Dustin Johnson. And I think he's drifting up a little too much. Yeah. I said yesterday, Will, uh, if I see him get to 20, I might just dive in. He is still the number one player in the world in his home state. We were talking about it earlier. These greens are going to be a little bit slower. I think they were, that is where he flourishes. Also has great success on Pete Dye tracks. I don't think you're that far off with that pick there, my man. Good to talk to you as always, Will, and enjoy the basketball this evening. It's back for you, buddy. Can't wait. This is exciting. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Great time to sign up. I appreciate you guys. Thanks. All right. Thanks, that is Will. Will Hill. Check him out on Twitter at not the Will Hill. He's a good follow. We'll come back and get to the baseball card for your Tuesday in hour number two of the Lombardi line right here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.